Hi, this is Spencer Dorowitz, former forward for the Dundee Stars, and you're listening to A View from Section C. A View from Section C is sponsored by Don Michelle Italian Restaurant, Perth Road, Dundee. Welcome along to episode 55 of the Don Michelle sponsored A View from Section C. It's the end of the season show show, senior. Um, better late than never. Um, I have to apologise to the viewers and the listeners that were constantly badgering over the last few days after some announcements were made, which we'll get on to. Um, but as you could hear, I've kind of started losing my voice from refing this week. I was on international G and uh, yeah. That, Look at me! It was on international duty. That delayed us in recording this week. Um, I got back from Ireland at a ridiculous time last night after numerous fucking delays from Ryanair. Um, what you pay is what you get. All I'm going to say. Well, there you go. That's what happens. Honestly, we've always said that, right? <laughs> you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. Do you want to know so what I'm going to say? Do you want to know what so I'm going to say? I, I think I jinxed it because I says to Shannon, it's going to be the first time since pre-COVID that I've heard that. You have arrived early on another Ryanair flight. <laughs> and obviously we never got it because we were delayed going out. We were delayed coming home. Um, Callum Knox was uh, traveling. He was flying into Manchester instead. He was delayed two hours last night. Uh, honestly, it was just an absolute shambles. Um, so the big thing is, though, Junior, right? Shit. The big thing is, who won it? Who won it? So, at the girls' side of it, okay. England won. Boo. And in the men's side of it, Ireland beat England in the final. Outstanding. That's what we like um, to hear. We weren't there for the final. We had to leave early to catch for flight, but we probably could have stayed because I ended up being fucking delayed anyway. Yeah. So, well, other than that, so I am home. Enjoyable. It was very good. Um, good. It was very good. It's good a, listen, let's be honest with you, right? It's it's the only international duty you get, right? Unlike myself, who's wore the blue jersey and had the captain's armband and that, but yeah, hey-ho, that's what happens. Does the matter. You've either, still, got, it, you've still, either got it or you've not. Does the matter. Still got to sing the national anthem. <laughs> and it was there. And you it, sing it every weekend. You sing. You know what? I have to admit, um, and the Irish said this as well. The Scottish anthem was the loudest sung at the opening ceremony. <laughs> there was just murmurs of that one. There was uh, a wee bit of goosebumps with the Welsh, but the, the Irish, the usual. But the Scottish parents were—they were bloody loud. Good. Bloody as, right. it, so, as it always are. It was a great as, week. It was a great week. Um, speaking of national week. anthems, Junior, right? Yes. I actually got a couple of questions uh, about myself when we play the national anthem at the Ice Arena at home games. And a couple uh-huh. of people have asked me when I'm singing the national anthem, what am I looking at? Right? Because I didn't face the ice. Okay. What would you like to guess 
Okay. Your eyes are shut. Think about it. No, they're open. They're open. I would just say the crowd, the, the other side. Nah. The roof. Nah. The Stars Conference winning banner oh, is what okay. I look at. Yep. People have noticed it. They're like, what is it you're looking at? And I've done it. Since the banners went up, I've always looked at the banner, stood at the banner, and I rock back and forward, which is just a habit that I've always had, you know, when I've played internationals and stuff like that. You know, hey ho. Crack on with the show, Junior. <laughs> so, anyway, um, we are we do apologise for, for the lateness in this show, but we are recording Friday. On this day, we're going to get this quickly done because there's only one birthday today. Born in 1980, it is a good friend of Billy McGuinness. And we had a shout out on the podcast a few weeks back for a departure on this day. Twigged. It is Marcus Cancampra. Yep. Uh, so, born on this day. That is the only thing. So, we're just going to move swiftly on. That's it. The only thing that's ever happened on this day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll, we'll do our last 51 club sponsored game reviews for the season. Uh, so, obviously, we were in Fife on the Saturday night. Fife obviously still had the chance to qualify for the playoffs. Uh, so they were also going to be pushing us hard, which they did. Um, a shutout win for the Flyers in the Old Barn. Uh, Michael Johansson at 33.05. Quickfire goal by ex-Starsman Dill Lawrence at 33.54. Zach Phillips on the power play, 37.40. And then Johansson with the icing on the cake at 42.29. 4 nil victors. You remember what our predictions were? You wrote them down. predictions were. I've got them somewhere on this bit of paper. I kind of think where it is. <laughs> I, think, I think we both had five to win. I think. Maybe not. But I think we did. I can't, honestly you can't remember. Five to, oh, I was the closest. Well, yeah. Well done, Junior. You had, you had five to win, five, three. I had five to win, four, one. Oh, so close, yet so far. Yeah, so I yeah. Uh, Come on, give it like you, you had the things up on the board there, eh? And it's quick fire goals. It, it, it just it tops it off, eh? Really, um, goal, goal, not quick goal, start of a period, goal, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect anything else to be honest with you. I thought, no. did we play Bryce? Should we have played Brathen? Should we have played Anton? Uh, I sometimes feel sorry we, we, we Brathen when it comes to, to games like this, right? Because it's the for us, there's nothing to play for. And are the guys in front of them going to lay their bodies on the line? Second last game of the season, away from home in Fife. And it from all accounts... It, wasn't a very good game, and the stars weren't very good. Uh, we probably made five yeah, look better than what they actually were. Yeah, and I think also there was a question of kind of a bit of pride and a bit of lackluster game. Um, yeah, just riding it out pretty much. That's it, and you know what? It's away from home. 
Fife will be wanting that was their last home game, so they're wanting to put a show on in the last home game. Um, did we keep it for the Sunday? Unknown what kind of Belfast team was going to turn up, maybe we did, but it's still no good for, for the guys that have spent a lot of money to get across to Fife, uh, especially when you're if there's families not going across. It doesn't bode very well, uh, it doesn't look good on the scoreboard. The thing that I took from the game is a couple of things. The guy Johansson that plays for Fife. Don't like him. I think he's a dick. But I'd sign him. The boy's a player like. Mm. He's a he, he's a big like he's what's he six foot one, six foot two winger. And oh, I would I would hear him in my team junior, I would. The yeah. boy puts up numbers, eh? And then the second thing, and probably more importantly, was the whole Cole Fraser incident we we Emmerdale. There's been a few stories on how it started. That Emmerdale had hit Dow and yeah. it was Cole had had bided his time and then decided, right, I'm standing next to you, so I'm coming for you now. Um should Emmerdale should Cole have done it? If he's sticking up for his captain, then by all means he should have done it. If if that was the reason for going for him, then fine. If Emmerdale's giving them gave him a bit of jip at a face off, then fine. But Emmerdale didn't fight back. Um and then what happens is it, it mates Cole looked a bit daft and what really pissed me off was Emmerdale waving at him when he left. I'm surprised that Cole didn't go back and knock his head off for then that like yeah. yeah, he's he's an absolute fucking shite bag. I'm sorry I, I'm not holding back on that on Emmerdale, Emmerdale it's I hope you're speaking about Emmerdale by the way <laughs> massive shite bag um, yeah I've had no time for the player whatsoever. Um, he's done it for a couple of seasons for Fife now. Plays a bit on the edge, makes a couple little dirty plays, and will never ever back it up. No, but you can and say if that. He does for... back it up. You'll jump in on somebody from behind. Uh, you could you could say that about a couple of Fife D men because for me, Sherbinin, I was what is it? Sherb Harsh is one of them. Sherbinin yeah. is another end. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna behave like a shite bag, then actually behave like a real shite bag. Get the gloves off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know how it happened. It wasn't at the game. I've heard a couple of reports that it was Cole had made a fool of his cell, but also that he'd done it because there was a hit or maybe one or two hits on Dryden Bemerdal that he took umbrage to, and if that was the reason he done it, well done. Well, I don't care what game it is, if it's the second last game of the season or if it's the second game into the season. We've always said that boys have run it were captain this year and nobody's done nothing about it. So if that's what he's done it for, then good on the guy. But yeah. But yeah, yeah nothing uh, game, eh? Absolutely nothing game. Nothing game, but a shitty way to end, especially against your biggest rival yeah. in the league. Yeah. That's um, it. But we came home, obviously knowing that Belfast had won the league the night before. Thankfully, because I did not want them winning it on our no. ice, um, I didn't give a fuck about how many Belfast fans turned up, how many Belfast fans bought the webcast. I did not want them to win it on our ice. Um, totally agree with you. And they didn't. And half their team turned up, half them stood at the side of the rink <laughs> on the drink, I think Adam Keefe is still pissed. And it showed in the scoreline. So, 
The Stars with a 9-2, probably their biggest ever win over the Belfast Giants. Um, Tom's Rutgers assisted by Parker at 144. Uh, Will Cullen then equalised at 17-21, and we all thought, oh, shit, maybe it's not going to be a shoo-in. Um, but then it was. Um, Elijah Briga assisted by Sanch, shorthanded at 22-23. Dryden Dow assisted by Briga and Sanch at 37-52. Carter Folk assisted by Soki and Wiseman at 39-44. Cole Michael Fraser, assisted by Parker and Ruckus, 41.55. Elijah Bariga, assisted by Reinhardt and Sanch, 46.18. Put star 6-1 up. David Gilbert scored at 50.29 to make it 6-2. Soki with a quick answer goal, assisted by Folk at 50.58. Soki with his second at 54 minutes exactly, assisted by Folk and Eriksson. And then the new Wayne Gretzky at 56-46. <laughs> our very own Johnny McBean, assisted by Ericsson. And very stars 9-2 victors. And ending the season on a high. Um, I don't even think it's a high. Well, uh, come on. You could, you could only play what's put out in front of you. I know, but... That's it. I don't care. It's 9-2. It covered up a lot of cracks over the whole season. But everybody in the crowd enjoyed themselves. We weren't sitting there griping and complaining. We had a muck about. We had a laugh. We sung stupid songs. And the Stars scored nine against Belfast. What I would say, though, (laughs) what I would say, though, is It'd been interesting to see what would have happened if Jackson played the full 60 minutes. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Jackson, I believe Jackson was the only sober player. <laughs> I know, I know. And it showed. And it probably showed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but it was... Come uh, on. Shit. Is it... Come on, it's, it's, it's the, it started the debate though, Junior, right? Was it disrespectful for what they did? Or was it they're entitled to do it because they've got bigger and harder games coming right. up. So, for me, it's twofold, right? I think they've got bigger and harder games coming up, so they're entitled to play who they want. They've got a massive squad, so they're entitled to play who they want, right? What I thought was disrespectful was the way the players that were off the ice were just wandering about with drinks in their hand and that. They were mucking about, and their teammates are on the ice. That's like you've got you've got Conway fucking opening the door and showing boys tins of beer man. I thought that was disrespectful. Asking them if they wanted to drink during the fucking warm up. Yes, exactly. So that's disrespectful. But from a Belfast perspective, listen, they started with the GB number one, eh? or arguably GB's number one in the goal. Yeah, and that team. Probably, if they went for 60 minutes with Jackson in the goal, that was never finishing 9-2. Never in a million years. Yeah, I think, uh, for me, it's... I agree to the extent that, yeah, they've got playoff games coming up. They'll be going to Nottingham, save some guys. They've already got guys out injured just now, but their performance was completely unprofessional. Um, I think they should just be kicked out the league 
for getting picked 9-2. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like nine two, that result is embarrassing. It's it's, it's embarrassing it's, for the league. It's a joke. It's a stat. Yeah, it's embarrassing for the league. It's a joke. It should be kicked out or relegated, yeah. like what they were all saying about Fife. So and Manchester. Aye. So fuck them. Sorry, Taff, but fuck them. Yeah. No. No. Was, was it Manchester? Was it Sheffield? Didn't what? Did they no pump Sheffield? Was it Sheffield? They gave about nine. Sheffield. Aye. Yeah. And then they gave. The runners up in the league, they gave them six the night before. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, yeah. I, it was it was a nothing game. Um, I, I did, you know, for the they're entitled to play who they wanted to play, but it wasn't for the reasons that they didn't play them. The reasons they didn't play them was because either one they were hungover or two still pissed. Yeah. And yeah, the fact exactly they, the fact they turned up late because they were all in the drink. Yeah. Just goes to show. You know, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, and I know I wouldn't give a yeah. fuck either about the next game. That's one game to go and we've won the league. But yeah, yeah, for for Belfast standard, I was quite disappointed. With yeah, it. yeah. Um, I would just wonder, like, if we, could you imagine if we had the chance of winning to go to the playoffs? Yeah. Right, I well, wonder I what they would have done. Yeah, I wonder if it had been a different story. I think it might have been. Nah, see, I think it would have. I think they would have still been on the pitch. I think they'd have probably had a baby, but I don't think they'd have been as bad and disorganised as as they were. But from a star's perspective, it was it was a good night. It was enjoyable to an extent. Um, Nah, but listen, when you see guys like Rutgers beginning to get ice time and he chips in, and I know it's. That was a poor Belfast team, right? You get Tom's getting a lot of ice time. Ben gets a lot of ice time. Johnny gets a lot of ice time, right? Um, Rutgers gets one for one. And then Johnny McGretzky turns up and decides to showboat for the ninth goal. It just goes to show when it's games like that, these guys are getting allowed to show the, the talent that they've got. Yeah. 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 Um, so overall... Um, it left the league standings as follows. Uh, so obviously Belfast were crowned champions. Guildford finishing second, which was an, again in itself an, an unbelievable achievement for them this season. Um, Sheffield third, Cardiff fourth, Coventry fifth. Um, so only five points between Coventry and Sheffield in third place. Coventry on 72 points. We then go to sixth place of Manchester on 48 <laughs> That's ridiculous, is it? Nottingham then on 47 and Glasgow getting the final playoff spot due to Fife's failure in Guildford on the last game of the season. Uh, Fife finishing ninth and Stars finishing bottom. Stars finishing with the their worst overall regular season record. Um, it is the worst in, in history, unfortunately. Kind of no mention it, it is. Um, goals against 227. Um, we still outscored two other teams in Fife and Glasgow. However, we still finished bottom. Yeah, yeah. No much else. I could you can you could you can score as many as you want, but when you ship as many as that, you're not winning games. It's as simple as that. No. Yeah. No. Um, you're absolutely right. Uh, that that twenty nine percent, I think, is the worst ever. It's That's... that was a shit show. Let's be honest. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was a very, very poor season, and something that I just did not expect 
the minute we announced Jeff Mason as coach, I didn't expect us. Yeah, but I, was... I think I think we kind of expected to be bottom end and quite not. Would you say the word poor? Not as competitive based on some of the signings that were getting made in the summer, based on resumes. You know, yes. we've seen guys, you know, you can look at Briga, for example, and you can look at his resume and straight out of college, some fairly decent stats, but nothing over the top, but he was going to be the, the main kind of sniper yeah. on the team. And he came in and he did a job. He did a very good job at, at times. You know, you went through patches of, of having, you know, a bit dry spells, but, yeah, you know, th- when you look at what we had on paper, it was, are we going to perform yeah. as, think, as well as we did last year? I think everybody said that. I think we we thought that, as usual, we would be around about the bottom end. I didn't think we would be rock bottom. Um, there's been a few shocks throughout the season. Clan finishing where they did should never have happened, but then they've had their own shit fest through there. Um, but I thought, we could have at least competed with Fife, Manchester, yep. potentially Coventry. You just don't care what you're going to get with mm-hmm. a Coventry team year by year. Um, Nottingham, we probably thought that they can't be as bad as last year, and they were. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's, that's what happens. But we did say we thought we signed too many college kids. Yeah. And we also we didn't have enough experience in the team to carry these kids through. And it showed. We also, and they disrespect to Anton's fencing, but we said, and we always said it on the show, that is he going to be the guy that carries the, the team for near enough a full season? Are they going to split the goalies? He didn't split the goalies as much as what he probably should have. And it was a failure. The argument was that Svensson was an upgrade on Mo, for me, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Based on the way the seasons went, I think we'd have been better, maybe slightly better, because what was in front of him didn't perform every game. Um, I thought we'd have been better with Adam Morrison. Yeah, I I, I would yeah. I would agree to that at the start of the season anyway, before yeah. we'd even seen, like yeah. when we'd seen Svensson start, I thought, I don't think it's going to be any an upgrade on on Mo, um, and we no. could have stuck with Mo considering he was here in uni. Um, exactly. But um, and then you've got like I was speaking to JD, and JD was speaking about last year's team, um, and he come and he looked at Philippe Sanch, right? So in last year's team, Philippe Sanch I think was the fourth top scorer. Yeah. And this year we expect him to be first or second top scorer. Now that's putting a lot of pressure on the boy. Yeah. Pay the start. Um and the guy that, that's that's gonna be the sniper beside him and Elijah Bariga has just come right out of college. Yeah. So uh, there was there was a lot of pressure on these two guys to start off with, being honest with you. Um yep. and uh and Sonchi did put up well he 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 did finish top point scorer for us this year. Um there you go, eh? Yeah. You know, so um Forty-nine games, twenty-four goals, and thirty-six yeah. assists, so sixty points. Yep, forty-nine games. Yeah. You, you come what? You can't fault that man. Eh? You really, really can't, because there was games that he took an absolute pounding, and he yep. just got on with it. And yep. he was his. There was there was 
wee snips of last year when he was a wee shite bag. Um, but maybe not as much as what there should have been because he had to be a wee shite bag and then he had to back up his cell half the time because nobody would help him. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it, it overall... The league's never lied, did it? The end, the end, doesn't matter what sport you're in, the league table doesn't tell lies at the end of the season. If you finish 10th, you deserve to finish 10th. Tenth, uh, tenth. You're not there for it's no a fluke that you've finished 10th, finished it's because you've been shite. Yeah, and uh, remember and tell yourself that when Everton are relegated, okay? <laughs> yeah, I've listen, I've had it we, I've had it we, friend of the show, yeah, <laughs> listen, exactly, I've had it we that. I've had it with a friend of the show, Hunty, when he's been speaking about the Penguins. Have the Penguins done a qualify for the playoffs? It's because they've been shite. It's no fluke of the miss it. It's yeah. they deserve to miss it. And if they do and, get and, in, and I'll tell you, if they do get in, well, Hunty's got 16 teams, let's be honest with you. So ah, he'll six. Win well, the, 15, uh, 15 if you make it. Yes, 15 of the Penguins make it, yeah. 16 of, 16 of Wadana. Um, and it's no that, right? We've had the discussion, right? We're going to laugh about it as we normally do. He's hung his coat, right, on the New York Rangers peg. Of course he has. Right. Yeah. Anybody but the New York Rangers. Yeah. Hey-ho. Yeah, but, yeah, so, season done and dusted. I know I should never really say this, but thank fuck. I was done. I, I couldn't done. be bothered. No. Really couldn't be arsed for that this year. <laughs> um, and I felt bad because there was guys in that team that wore their heart on their sleeve every yeah. week, tried their best, and I, I was I was just done. Yeah. Um, so speaking of guys that did wear their uh, hearts on their sleeves, because we have no game previews, um, this is the Craig Niche Decorators sponsored A View from Section C Award Ceremony. Well, senior, you've just jumped you've just jumped the gun there. You've just Have you got a wee jungle? Well done, Junior. Yeah? Jumped the gun again. So we don't know who we've picked. I did this. Well sick I did <laughs> don't know who we've both picked so we will start off with our brit of the season okay would you like would you like me to go first or were you going to go first you know what because and and as because you're not doing the good the bad and the ugly this week okay we're wanting to end on a happier note yeah we will let you start so what what we're we going Brit Brit of the Year, right? Si, so neighbor, so my Brit of the Year, right, wasn't even here for a year. <laughs> that is go. a fair shout. That is That's a fair it. shout. So my Brit of the Year, believe it or not, is Craig Moore. Oh, okay. I was going yep. down a different route there. All right, who were you going down the roadway? Oh, were you going to me howler? I think you. Were, I thought you were thinking uh, uh, how right. there. No, no. <laughs> I'm going for Mr. Craig T. Moore. Craig T. I thought since he's came back, I thought he has been absolutely fantastic. 
as Gary Barlow would say. You, you've been hanging about with uh, Ryan's Uncle Steve too much, but absolutely there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Mursey's been amazing since he's come back. And, I've, and I think I've said that a few times on here. Since he's came back from Nottingham, he has grown in stature and he's reading of the game and, and, and his actual ability as a hockey player, as a D-man, has increased so much. Yeah. Um, and I knew, well, we're, we're going to go into all, all the changes, but there was a quote, this, I think it was yesterday, that came out that, that the new coach is going to be looking at some imports could be back, some imports will go, some Brits will go, some import, uh, some Brits will be back. But, uh, we've got to get Craig Moore signed up for next year. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So for me, um, Brit, and, and I know it's only, he only played a specific amount of games, and I know that, that Ken, you've got Craig Garrigan that's been there last season and, and, and guys like that, but for me, Mersey, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I could agree. I'm not going to agree, but I could agree. Um, I was swithering between two. Um, there's no many to choose for to be fair, but I was swithering between two. Um, I, I was going to go with Brethen. Um We'll see that. That's why I thought you were going to go. We am surprised now, like. But I've not. Um, I would say that my British Player of the Year, it has to be one of our own in Chris Ingalls. I think Chris this year has stepped up again to another level from where he was at. Um, alternate captain. You know what? He's. I say he's a young lad. He's, he's getting older now. But he's still a young lad. Yeah. And for him to have the leadership that he does, like, he is, I know we speak about a certain other player being a Stars legend already. Chris is... For me, he is Mr. Dundee. He's he is the leg they used to call him the legend of Dundee. Um he's he just his performances this year, you know, there's you know, we spoke about defensively, but as a as a group, as a team, we've been poor, we've given up a lot of goals. I still think Chris has shown a lot more positives this year and grown on his game from last year and the year before. I just see him every season going up another level. Yeah. Um, again, one that I think we need to sign up. I think that needs to be with two British D men next year and Chris Definitely. and Rosie, yep. um, and we build the import. And obviously, imports are naturally going to be potentially more talented, a lot quicker, different types yeah. of games and that. But I think they need to build the import decor around those two Brits. And yeah, yeah, Chris goes for would... me without a doubt. Yeah, I think I think we Chris, it's like the boy's becoming a man, is he? In in hockey terms mm-hmm. and experience mm-hmm. terms and ability and stature and size and things like that, right? Yeah. I think Chris and Moorsey have grown that much that I would it would be comfortable playing these two together. Mm-hmm. Now you normally you would you tend to hear a Brit we we an import. I think we could roll three D-lines and Chris and Craig could play together. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so, um, I, I, I wouldn't argue with you with, with Chris. Um, I'll give you that in like, but... Yeah, so Moorsey for me, Chris for you. 
Yeah. Um, so we'll move on to our most underrated player of the year. Um, see, let's just keep it going. Senior, you go first. Another D-man for me, uh, which is maybe a surprise. I wonder um, who it's going to be. It could only be number three, yeah. Could only be number three, Ryan Verrier. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of Ryan Verrier. I am. I could see what he brings to the team. Uh, I think when he, he had a few scraps early on in the season, uh, some worked too okay, some didn't. But I think when he, when he began just to concentrate on his game, I thought Verrier. Um, I think he played most of the season alongside Dryden. Uh, I really like Very. I would bring Very back next season. Yeah, most of the season. Uh, yeah, <laughs> most of the season. Yeah, um, he he certainly wasn't the most underrated player when he was a forward. That's for sure. Uh, but that was the coach's decision. Uh, he just embarrassed the laddie. But I would go Ryan Very. I think I think he's sometimes he gets hard done by. But he's one of these guys that there's never really been a lot of. See when you see how the negative posts going up about individuals. Yeah. Ryan Verrier's yeah. name was never really there. He went under the radar for that. No, again, the only time, like you say, the only time he did really see it was when he yeah. wasn't playing D. Yeah. Um, but, okay. So that's mine. Number three, Ryan Verrier. And it's got nothing to do with me getting his warm-up top at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's debatable. Um, yeah, well. Underrated player of the year for me. Now, and and you know exactly what I'm going to say. I could guess. Go on, guess. Big streaky. No. No. Oh, there you go. Then. Mine is another Brit. My most underrated player of the year is the new Wayne Gretzky. Johnny McBean. Johnny McBean. Okay. I... I said he was under... The reason I'm giving him the underrated player of the year is because he got next to no ice time a lot of the times he was on that bench. And he's so underrated. Yeah, I, I felt I felt sorry. Honestly, I've said it before. I've said it numerous times. I really feel felt sorry for the laddie that there is games and times that he could have got a lot more ice time. Um, we'll... Obviously, I was looking up before the show started. Now, a lot of people will say he's not ready for the Elite League. Well, not a lot of people. There's certain people are saying he's not ready for the Elite League. There's a massive jump between the NIHL and the Elite League. Listen, if the laddie's good enough to sit on the bench, he's good enough to fucking get ice time. 46 totally games is. in the NIHL, 62 goals. 51 assists. So that's over league and cup competition. 46 games, 113 points. Yeah. Now, again, standard is lower. Defensemen yeah. aren't as good as imports. Goalies aren't as good as imports. But he's still putting them up. You said it about Belfast. You can only play what's in front of you. Yeah. And he does. And he puts the points up. He goes away with Team GB. Five games, four goals, four assists. Against some decent countries, yeah, yeah, 
it absolutely bewildered me the ice time he got. People people know that we're that we're fans of Johnny McBean, right? Um, he's a talented laddie, and even for me, if if people do think there there is a gap, and listen, we'll never we'll only find out if there's a gap if he gets regular ice time and he doesn't put points up in the late league. Um, but what I like about him is see the goal against Belfast on Sunday, right? Is he's even the way he's even thinking about trying that. Yeah. I know. Sets him out differently. I know. It's it, it it's no an arrogance. It's a confidence that for me that's what it is. Right, the lad yeah. no arrogant. It's the confidence to and and have the ability, but certainly to have the confidence to even one think about it. Yeah. And then two, pull it off. Yeah. Listen, no, definitely. Andrew Dixon yeah. was in the goal, right? And let let let's not be right. Dixon's hardly played for Belfast, right? Yeah. However. But he's still got the the knowledge to go. I'm gonna fucking try this and see what happens. Yeah. And the thing is, though, you say that about Andrew Dixon, right? But Andrew Dixon's an ex- a very experienced goalie, in that. Oh, definitely. He's play- he, he played. He played like he was a regular playing backup at one point. Yeah. Um, but he Johnny's done that. He scored the Michigan for Sohoe. Yeah. Um, he's had and, and again, my my. Good friend of the show, um, his current Solway coach sent me through some of his stats. Um, he also had four game-winning goals as well. Not a lot of players get game-winning goals, yeah. Um, especially in teams like a Solway, like they say, this NIHL maybe not a great standard. They pump teams a lot. Still got four game-winning goals in that. He still has yeah. to get a team that win. So, yeah. Um, I Johnny McBean for me, uh, without it's, a doubt. And again, just... another one we need to sign up for next year, whether yeah. it's a two-way. Or whether it's we're going to come into changes in a minute because yeah we know previously what the coach was like with Brits before never really got a lot of ice time with them but yeah. I think we need to sign him on a two way or we need to sign him straight up and he gets the fucking ice time on the, on on a fourth line because I think yeah. the imports are obviously going up. I think I would I would agree with you. We we need to get him on on a two way, right? If if we didn't sign him full time, right? If he's not going to go with the stars as a full time player, it has to be a two way. But for me, the two way has to happen with the bigger NIHL teams. And at, yeah. and at that point, that's when it becomes difficult because yeah. who's he going to go to that will allow him to come back up? Right, Solway's only down the road. Right, let's be honest. Right, it's a couple of years down the road. I think the closest could be Leeds, might be the closest, um, mm-hmm. and then everybody else is that wee bit further down. Yeah. Um, yeah. If if we lose them, um, I hope we don't lose them, and they disrespect to Spud and Solway. I hope he goes to in between NIHL and us, and that is then that he can show that. Uh, the level that that Cali went to, that Tyler Plews is playing at, are these guys at Bristol, Swindon, Sheffield Steel yeah. Dogs, Leeds Knights? Are these guys? That's the level he has to go and play. If he's yeah. not playing full time with us, yeah, yeah, um, and I say he was second top point scorer for Solway this season as well. So he was only second top point scorer. He was second top point scorer. Yeah, Scott right, Henderson let's... was the top point scorer. 
Right, so we need to sign him another. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Is that another boy that left first, though? <laughs> no, that was um, Scott Jameson. No, that was Scott Jameson. Jameson, aye. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, Johnny yeah. McBean. Uh, sorry, Johnny McGretzky. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, we better tell people where this came from, right? Because people will be like, what are they couple of clowns saying he's a new Gretzky fan? He's, we've gave him AJ McLean's old song that's got Wayne Gretzky's name in it, right? We don't think that Johnny's the greatest ever player in the world now, right? He's, we've gave him, he got a tune, he got a chant, and he loved it. Yeah, yeah. I think so, uh, Andy McCartney loves that chant and he wanted to back. So yeah. we've got it back, um, yeah. and it is Johnny that's got it, and that brings me on to speaking of Andy McCartney, getting him and Dean on the show. We'll be in touch. We will. Moving on, Player of the Year. So the big, uh, the the big award that you yeah. get absolutely fuck all for from us. Uh, you just get a, you just get a shout out for us for being being the best player for the season. Being the best player. Someone I, tells me we're going to agree on this. We're going to. We're going. Yep. We're we're going to. I think we will. Yeah. Senior, take it away for Dryden, player of the year. Dryden, freaking Dow, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Don't care what anybody else says. It's not for the bit. Yeah. Player of the year. By a country mile. Yeah. Um, listen, we spoke about Sons being top point scorer. Um, we could speak about Bariga being second, Soke being third. We could speak about who scored the most goals and Bariga having 25. But Dryden Dow, over the course of the entire season, did not have a night off. I'm not saying that Sons and that did either. But I think there was games where, you know, they're banged up and they're not as influential yeah. as they normally are. Dryden, however, didn't have a single night off this year, this season. Don't not one. No, no. And and he he probably normally the stars will come out with us. Um, we ice time and stuff like that. Dryden now will have logged up the most minutes every night. Quite possibly. He plays five on five. He plays the power play, and obviously he plays shorthanded. Yeah. So, yeah. I just, I really, really hope he has got to be back. Has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotta be. Um, he's listen. He, he actually, he actually liked my Instagram post today about my international duty. So. I think that's a sign that he's coming back. <laughs> friends. Listen, if we're going down that fucking route, you and fucking Dowdy again with your whole, oh, best of luck, mate. Um, no, seriously, though, Dryden, yeah. I think, you know, he's, he's settled here. I think the only way he would move, like, he would leave is if he was going to somebody like Glasgow. Can I see him going to Fife? Junior, I, I can't see even him see him. Glasgow. Not see I can't. I cannot see Dryden going to Glasgow. I is think Amy not, is Amy not from Glasgow though? Don't know. I, I, think I, she I is. there's <laughs> I can't. There's something just doesn't sit with me with Dryden going to fight for Glasgow. And I'll be honest with you, I think 
if Dryden goes to anybody else in the elite league, and I hope the fuck he doesn't prove me wrong here, he would be going to. He'll be. He would go to a team that will be challenging for the title. Yeah. But again, like, but like I say though, he's settled here, and I kind of see him moving further down. I think the only place he would go further south would actually be over the west coast, and it would be Glasgow. Yeah. Be the only team that I could see him going to that's yeah. away from Dundee. If you're listening, Dryden, don't do it. And he and he does listen. I don't know. Maybe get in trouble. <sighs> They all listen. They've got to. Jeff listen. Jeff made changes last year after us speaking about things. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the captain has to be back yeah. next season. But that's yeah. I thought we I thought we would agree on that one. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, couldn't it be anybody else. The passion, the, the sweat, the blood. There probably was a few tears. You never know. Yeah. The guy. Yeah. We said it before about Kyle Haas, Charlie. He's a player that he just gets it. Yep. AJ McLean. He is yep. he is the new AJ McLean. He gets it. He's yep. Captain Fantastic. He he just Yeah. He's, if he's not back next year, I I, I will I'll be, be God. absolutely I'd be so, devastated. I'd be devastated. So would I. I, I would I would be devastated if Dryden's no back next year, and, and especially and if he just does, because, because remember before remember before he had originally looked he was originally going to Coventry after the season with us, and if he goes to that baldy fuckers team, well I'll certainly I'll certainly not be happy what, with Dryden. But that's what I'm saying. It, it's going to be a team that is capable of challenging. Yeah, and and if he does, like look at look at Farina. When Farina left, he went to Cardiff. And look what he achieved at Cardiff. And you just do not begrudge these guys an opportunity at things like that. And for me, Dryden's in the same boat. If he's going to go, go to somebody the likes of Belfast, even, dare I suggest, Sheffield, um, Cardiff, even Guilford. Dryden would fit into the Dryden would fit into one of those teams. No, and if, if he goes to them, then good on him. At least he's going to get a crack at it. But No, he would I he wouldn't have fit into anything. Didn't go to the Ouija's, whatever you did, Dryden. Didn't go there. And and certainly didn't go to Fife. Lazo. So that's my player of the year, Dryden he would, down. He would not fit in to any of those teams. He'd only fit in Dundee. That's it. Yeah, we know that, but you know what I mean. No, I don't know. <laughs> so that is our player of the year. Congratulations to our winners who win fuck all. Um... <laughs> Unfortunately, they couldn't be here tonight to pick up their trophy. <laughs> so um, on, uh, on on behalf of uh, Dryden, I would like to present this little um, trophy to you. I'll accept it on his behalf. Um, <laughs> thanks for everything. Um, I know he would like to thank Amy for all our support, uh, the fans for their support, <laughs> and obviously his sponsor as well. I don't know who Dryden's sponsor was this year. So, um, congrats to everyone. Um, but yeah, moving on quickly, um, we do have obviously news this week of the next segment, which is the changing of the guard. Senior. 
Mason out. Shocked. Well, yeah, I'm not shocked at that. Um, I was, I was pro Mason for about a week. Nah, joking aside, I was when 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 we signed them. I had massive hopes that we were going to the next level. When you bring in the assistant coach of the Belfast Giants, you're thinking we're getting somebody that's going to lift us up this league. We're going to be challenging fifth and sixth place, I'm telling you. And how wrong could you be? Uh, for whatever reason, it just yeah. did not happen. I was gutted. Honestly, generally, I was gutted for him. Eh? Because he seems to be a really nice guy. Um, but as the season oh, got... The season oh, gets long... Ah, well. The se- as the season got longer and longer, you begin to see, like, he just looked a broken man. He did. And by the time it came to the end of the season, it was like, I've had enough. I think I could, I, I saw, I've, I've, they'd, I've they'd announced Jeff to come back. I think from a business perspective, it wouldn't have worked very well. well because you're there was a contract anyway. Um, I, I don't know. Obviously, for two, two, for two years. Uh, I was not aware of that. Uh, but I would probably think that this has not just happened. This just didn't happen right after the Belfast game. So we beat Belfast on Sunday. Jeff, Jeff announced on Mon- announces on Monday. This must have been in place weeks and weeks ago. Yeah, there was rumours rumor, going, going, going around the rink. Oh, oh, so, so there has been rumours going around the rink for a couple of months now. Um, about Something changing. Nobody knew what, and there was loads of rumours about what was changing, um, and and it, you know, there was the rumours that Jeff was going. Now there was rumours Jeff was going back to Belfast, and then there was rumours that Jeff was actually going back home to North America, and doing whatever, whether it's a job or if it's hockey related, I don't yeah. know. Um, and it turns out, obviously, the rumour that is true is Jeff is gone. <laughs> Um, the rumor going around the ring I on think, Sunday night was I he think was gone. He, I think he, uh, I think he made that decision. Yeah, um, I think Jeff made the, so the decision. Rumor on, I don't the rumor think this Sunday has been night, a club's decision. No, the rumor on Sunday night against Belfast was Jeff was gone, and that a former Canadian coach was coming back. Now it wasn't going to be Hutchie, and obviously Omar's away. Down doing GM stuff in Nottingham. Dan Siemens retired, or somewhere in Scandinavia or something. And I could really only be one man. Roger Hunt. Well, you're making a Roger Hunt of that one. <laughs> um, Mark Lafayette. Official favour. The the. You know what? I meant to dress up for the podcast, and I forgot. But the best dressed coach in the league is back. Yeah, yeah. I was the same as you. I heard that rumor on on Sunday that it was Mark was coming back. Um, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I still didn't think it was going to happen. Then they announced twenty four hours later after the game that that the decision had been taken that Jeff was no longer head coach and GM of the club 
24 hours later again, I just didn't expect an announcement to be made, and lo and behold, here it came out, and it was it was Matt Lefebvre. Yeah. To be fair, Me- I had I had heard Lefebvre was to be coming back a good month or a month and a half, two months ago. And you never tell us. I did. I told you numerous times. Um, because of the rumour was it was Pasha that was coming back with him. But, yeah. 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 Mark uh, had been back. And, yeah, it's... Uh, a, business, a business... See, from a business perspective, I think it's a great move. Yeah. Because of what happened all season, everybody was, was at a low... Missed the way through the season. Jeff left. A few people got a bit excited because he left. And then when Mark... One of our sponsors. <laughs> I've no spoken about it. And it's buddy. not McGiff. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll just uh, rode both of them out to three there. Well, there you go. Um, and then... Emma... I was really surprised. I was, I was really surprised, but business, great move, but I'm of the standing, right, and I've, this goes for, for, really for any team sports, and then I kind of, it works the second time around, I'm always a bit wary of that, okay, right, because what, what, what Mark done the last time, to get me to the final four for the first ever time was amazing. Absolutely amazing what he achieved that season. So what is what is everybody thinking now? We're going back to the final four. We've been there before, we so we should we should be there again. It's no as simple as that. And he's probably said it himself in in his interview is we're aiming for eighth. Shouldn't be aiming for eighth. Or it was we're aiming to be in the top eight. Yeah. Uh um jury's out for me, Junior. I must admit. Business ways. Business ways it's a great move. The fans are all back on board. Majority of the fans are all back yeah. on board. I, I I'm glad he's back. I I you know purely because <laughs> we get the even, even Wheel, wheel, wheel. We get that back wheel. again. Oh, we get that back again. Eh? Um, that that is just tremendous in itself. Um, we've got the best dress coach back in the league. Um, I I really yeah, we'll rate get a few him. suits back anyway. I really rate them as a coach. However, when we think about just before he left, there was some absolutely brutal signings that he made, and yeah. Tyler Brickler being one of them, one of yeah. the worst players I have ever seen play a professional game of hockey I you know I don't know if that was due to budgets or whatever we, we'll never know I was but ha- I think half that team that Omar had in his first year were, were signed by Mark and there weren't great signings but you yeah. look at the, the two seasons before that that you know we had the we had you know, obviously, we had back all year in that with Hutch. We then had a terrible season. Mark came in and rebuilt from the ground, which yep. he's going to do this year. And we had guys like Switzer, Farina, Lee Tamer, 
We then move into the yeah. next season. Joey Sides, Kale Tanaka. Billy McGinnis should be shout out again there. Um, you know, Craig Sescon as well. Solid guys with decent yeah. resumes and, yeah. and were was, players. Uh, did did Mark sign Kevin Hart? He did. He did. Uh, I thought he did because um, again, what I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the team that won in Glasgow to get me to the playoffs. Let's go! Vinny was there as well. So, yeah. There was yeah. a lot of, lot of good players in that team. Um, yeah. That ultimately, you know, first year is like, yeah, I, I just, I think that he is a good coach. He's, he's a fairly decent coach. He has made some great signings. He signed Cam McGiffin, of course, so great signings. Um <laughs> But I, I'm I'm a bit wary of some of the players he'd signed before he left, and then yeah. it was we were kind of, not left in the shit, but we had half half a Lafave's team, half a Omar's team, and then we yeah. got ultimately got rid of a couple of those Lafave signings, um, especially Daniel yeah. Brickcorp. Uh, I kind of I kind of keep going back to him. He was some, fucking awful. There was some uh, there was some beauties there, but. Uh, Listen, he I'm knows happy he, 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 like he knows the league. Oh, listen, I think it, I'm, I'm I'm glad that it's somebody that that really, if you think about it, now, he, he gets the club, he gets Dundee stars, um, and he's been around the league, and he knows. Yeah, yeah we say this about Jeff. He's been around the league, and he knows what to expect. Right, um, I'll come down to budget. Yeah, and and it'll yeah. be it'll be difficult. He has said that we will lose some imports. He wants some imports back, and we will lose some Brits, which I thought was oh wow, that's a bit concerning because the Brits that we've got, I would bring every one of them back. However, yeah. on in regards to the Brits, I would understand if Tom's Rockus didn't return because I think yeah. he should have got more ice time than what he got. And yep. a lot will come down to what happens with with the uh, the goalie situation, whether Brithen comes back. Yeah. But I would bring them all back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Import wise, what would you bring? So who would who would I bring? Right. Okay. So, so Dryden. Okay. So I, I've heard a lot of rumours that Sanchez leaving. I heard, now that's interesting because I heard that on what day is this Friday, Wednesday in the work, believe it or not. Somebody yeah. in the work told me that Philippe yeah, Sanch was, was going. Uh, and I think he was going to Europe, is what yeah. I heard. Yeah, so um, yeah, I've heard that Sanch is, is, is going, which is really disappointing um, because the fans absolutely love him. But um, if he isn't leaving, I, I'd have Sanch back. I'd have yep. Dryden back. Um, yep. I'd, I'd have a tough first half of the season Bariga back. Yep. Potentially Soke. Yep. Big streaky. No. Very. Very. I think there's better. And possibly. Oh, there might well be, Junior. There might well be. And possibly, 
Yeah, possibly Johan Eriksson. Oh yeah, I forgot about Johan. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd bring back Eriksson, but I'd bring back Streaky, um, and he is that fourth line player. And listen, that might happen because of the the import numbers. That's yeah, that's what imports. that's what might fifteen imports. So you is that you are going to. Then? I got that ages ago. I think so. The league of and there's an increase of one. When did it say that? Yeah, because they were meant to be decreasing oh. them months ago. They were saying it. They never announced that, it months ago. There's been did. rumors months ago. Nope. They never. They did. They've never announced it. There have been rumours about it. I'm telling you. Right, just crack on with the show before I come through our broth and fucking crack your jaw. Crack on. When you go then. Continue saying what you were saying. I've said it. I wouldn't bring Big Sticky back. Um, see, when, when, when you're... What are they reckoning? They say, if they're saying 15, right, you're going to have... You're probably looking at six D men, four of which will be imports, and a goalie. So that's five. Yes. That leaves you ten forwards. The first nine will be imports. Yeah. And then if yeah. So depending on the cost of them, could you play them as a fourth line centre? Yeah, you probably could. You Stay probably you could. on the fourth line with Gar again. And McBean. I wouldn't put McBean in that low. But it's the problem is they're not... Uh, okay, so again, the problem no, is... No, I know. You're, I know. You're not, and this is the issue that we have, and numerous ex-players have, with the elite league and continuing increasing import numbers. British players are just going to keep getting pushed in the, the pecking order and having yep. nine... So three full... Nine... Three, Nine import forwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're pushed further down. They didn't get the ice time. They didn't perform well on it. What, what, what is it? Effectively a checking line. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. As I say, if, if that happens and, and Johnny's doing as low as the fourth line, oh, it'll be away. His, his, uh, his ice time will be very, very limited. And he will he will go. He'll go elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was an but that's, issue well listen, there. that's if we that's if we go we ten import forwards. We might only go we no ten. Uh, ten. We right, might not go that way. Probably will. If they're keeping Moorsy and Ingalls then they'll go with ten. Yeah. The only way they don't is if yeah. Moore or Chris leave, but I can't see Chris leaving and Moorsy would only leave if there's another opp- a better opportunity down south or something. But yeah, it's it, it's but the problem. Listen, the problem as well I, is that though, but it's it's Mark Lefebvre was not always favourable with his Brits. That's why. It, that's how I don't think we we would go with an import forward as on the fourth line. I think if we play four lines, it'll be three Brits. We might not even go with the full quota. Yeah, we might not go full quota. That would be the argument. We might sign sign Um, Tony Tammy, the the comments goalie, as as a backup, just if if 
Briffin goes. Now that could be one of the Brits that leaves for a better opportunity. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 this is the so thing. Is, Tony Tammy. I love an off season. I love an off season. I'll be me, you, and Billy McGuinness and Sinky. The Gilford. rumors will start, right? The rumors will start, right? And people will know Ken whether they believe us or not because we put up that many pish, that much pish through the off season. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Don Michelle to Guildford. <laughs> but I'll, listen, I'll come down to money, right? What what Mark's budget is, and yeah. it probably moves us on nicely to speaking about budgets, how much money the coach is going to get, and where the money comes from is going to be season tickets. Yeah. And the cost the season tickets. Yeah. Um, and again, it's again. If it's 15 imports, I, senior, honestly, I still think it's just rumours. I don't think they've announced it as that. Um, but if it is 15 imports, then that's why there's an increase in, in season ticket money. On ice, off ice costs, there's going to be an increase in, in season ticket money. Um, as much as it is, because I worked, I worked it out for the early birds, um, I think we are what I say it was nineteen pound forty, I think was it? Yeah, but for, so, but I think the early bird prices have went up sixty two pound. Yes. Yeah, it's went from five twenty to five eighty two. Yeah, it's a lot. And then if you didn't, yeah, and if you didn't get the early bird, it goes up to six twelve. Yeah. Now the thing, the thing about that, right? And listen, I get it. It's a business. And I can mm-hmm. understand it, right? Yeah, people, definitely. people are trying, and listen, they posted on on social media as well, right? About about season tickets and things like that. We didn't get full houses, or two and a half thousand. Um, Belfast could sell out arenas. Sheffield could sell out arenas. Yeah. Sheffield could play in a smaller rink, and sell that out, and sell their tickets cheaper, right? So that's what happens. They could yeah. afford to do that. We can't do that, right? No. no. And that's probably why we could well be probably the dearest in the league. Mm-hmm. However, for me, right, it's I'm no hundred percent sure if they've done it the right way, because if people miss two games, their season ticket is done. It's, yeah. it's, it's done. Mm-hmm. So how people could end up just going and getting 10 timers yeah, each time yeah, because it'll work out, cause that works out cheaper. The only reason I get a season ticket right, is because we've sat in that same place for years and I get a fantastic view of the ice. Mm-hmm. That's yep. the reason I sit there. And yep. years ago, we, we had the banter with the away teams and we've had that and we've got a great bunch of guys beside where our pub, we've all sat there together. And that's how I get my season ticket in that yeah. place. But it's coming to the point now where you're, everybody's beginning to think, what are we getting for it? We'll get a seat. Mm-hmm. And and that's yeah. a worry. And and yeah, that that's that's the thing that needs to happen next year. Is and, and uh, it's been said for a few years by a lot of people now is season ticket holders didn't get anything other than the seat. Their seat. They get, you know, That's it. for example, I'm trying to think who the 
construction company was that that sponsored the stars. You got like ten percent discount with them or something like that. Yeah. Um, no, everybody's going to be using construction work. You know, no people. Everybody's going to do their gardens. Um, if you want to come and do mine, mine still needs done since we moved in. Um, so feel free to come round. But it you didn't you didn't get anything for your scene tickets. Like if there was like maybe a couple of season ticket only like exclusive events or something potentially yeah. you know a, a, a night out a meal with the team or bowling night i know there's no bowling alleys in dundee or that but a bowling night oh but i get what you're saying that an exclusive a couple of exclusive events yes to go to with the team come what, what i've got to do right and it's something simple as well right all they've got to do is have a draw once a month for season ticket holders hmm. There you go. Season ticket and that and it's only for season ticket holders. Right? Once a month you hear season ticket holder and, and you win whatever the club are it might be a jersey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's only exclusive to season ticket holders. And then that way the club could turn around and say, Well, we do something for the season ticket holders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and I know that that that's sometimes when it when it comes to cup games you get you get what a pound off or a couple of pound mm-hmm. off. Fuck, come on. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, but yeah, so that, then, that, that's the then one you've thing got temporary uh, Now, listen, I'll probably get mine. Whether I've got holidays booked or no, I don't know. Uh, whether when if I'm going to miss games or I'm no, but I'll probably still get mine. But the one that got me on, the two that got me, that really sort of got us a wee bit worked up, was if you are a full-time student, you must be under 23. Um, that just that's no registering in my in my head, Junior, right? Yeah. Uh, isn't it? Because I've, I think as a as a nursing degree takes five years. So you leave school at eighteen, you do your five years, you're twenty three. If you want to do your masters, then you've got to pay extra money to go and watch the stars. Come on! And how many mature students is there going around now? There's I used to be in. Yeah. I used to be in, but to cut it to under twenty three. Yeah. And then the other side of the spectrum, the concessions is no longer just up to 60, it's 65. Yeah. Or 64 plus, whatever 65 the way they've, they've got it. 65 plus. Yeah. I must admit, I'd, I'd, for, for me in the middle of the road, oh, the ages, my season ticket is going to cost me that. But how could they say that a viewer 60, 61, 62, 63, 64-year-old last year that you've now got... You came up trying to say here. We, Is we, that we, only we just changed this season? I read somewhere it might, that might have changed last season. What, for up to 65? Yeah. No. No, you, you, for, for an adult season ticket, it was... 18 to oh fuck I can't mind whatever it was. Aye, but no, but what, what I'm but, saying is I think last someone posted on Facebook, I think it was it was 65 plus last year as well. It changed last season. But even if even if it did or it didn't, the yeah. point is you could have gotten a concession season ticket last year, but you didn't get it in this year. Yeah. Uh, that's the point I'm trying to prove. It's a bit, a bit strange, uh, but Listen, we get yeah. it. It's a business. I get it. Um, of course they, they do. They need to make money. They need to make money to put towards the club. 
and yeah. run it effectively. Um, yeah. But yeah, massive increase. Um, hopefully uh, the, the massive increase allows us to have a, a much bigger budget than we had this year. And and that's what it that's what it comes that's what it comes down to. And and this is when it's it sort of we were on a low at the end of the season, then we get the higher mark coming in, and then it sort of just dropped a wee bit again when we announced the season tickets. Yeah. And it was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh. um, your mum was thinking about coming back, believe it or not. And yeah. I think the price of the season tickets just put her right off again. I shall hit a bump due ring sale at her chair then. No, well, we've got a plan. Okay, got a plan. We've right. got a plan with the McFergos, shall we say. Well, on that note, um, that is the end of the season show show. Um, we do have... We're going to take going to take a wee break. Um, maybe a three-week, two, three weeks or something, a wee break. But we're getting a load of things lined up, ready for what what will now be season three of A View from Mental, Section is it? <laughs> mental. Fucking um, mental. Yeah, we've Who, got a few things lined up. Yeah, uh, Who the Yeah, we're getting on. Um, yeah. But we've got we've I said that we've said it before. But it was more trying to fit in times and stuff. Now that we're out of the season and we're not. Away on weekends, every Saturday or Sunday, we can maybe get speaking to some of the ex-players and that that are in stupid time. There was one guy that we were speaking to that was about seven hours behind with, and it just didn't work. So we might be yeah. able to get that now. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get some player interviews to keep it going over over the summer. Um, and the first ones, I think the first ones need to be Andy and Dean. To stop them from going on about right. it. Yeah. Oh, can I? Um, but again, what there's 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 others there's others and they're known as players who have all, have chipped us as well mm-hmm. for no getting on. So hopefully we'll get we'll get them on. Um, yeah. We might we might, we might even get a Glasgow clan player on. Possibly. Possibly. Depends on if we're yep. allowed. We need to confirm that because uh, because. Another podcast got berated by Glasgow Clan for for not going to them for permission. Did they? Oh, yeah. I never knew that. But listen, so, when they're in the off season, when they're in the off season, it's open season. Aye, but uh, again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching throughout the season. What well, hopefully it's been a shit year. Let's be honest, it's been a shit year. Yeah. Hopefully, we've kept you kind of laughing away. And, and yeah, I hope so. Yeah, as upbeat yep. as possible. Can um, what, Junior? The the whole season, eh? But we're not angry. But we're just yes. disappointed. Yeah, uh, and hopefully next season is hashtag a new new era in Mark Lafave. <laughs> um, but yeah, season tickets on sale from whenever it is. I don't know when. Uh, I think it's. Someone tells me it's from twelve. PM on the 13th of April You're they correct. are all getting done through the website thankfully uh, there'll be a new yeah there'll be a new page on the website and yeah. you've got to go through there so yeah but yeah um, you get as so, many season ticket holders as possible get Mark a big budget to get the club up and running and back to where we should ne- be that's next Thursday yes next I know 
But yep. yeah, um, hopefully, yeah, we we do get this, everyone jumping on it for season tickets. Um, and I say short break, but we will speak to you all again soon. Don't you know, pump it up. You got to pump it up. Don't you know.